The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. There we go. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to Black Girl Interrupted. Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl, Ashley. And y'all know who I got to my, to my left and my right. I'm owner and CEO of Colors by Keish Cosmetics and host of Keisha's Corner. So, before we get started, before we even jump into our topic tonight, I want to address an issue. So, last week for my virtual birthday party, and as my special gift to not only my viewers and my supporters, we streamed the fight on Keisha's Corner and Black Girl Interrupted, as well as our personal Facebook pages. We clocked over 40,000 views, and unfortunately, because we did not mute the sound, our post was flagged and removed for copyright infringement. So we were put in Facebook jail. So we were put in Facebook jail for three days. But guess what? We bad bitches! Oh, oh yeah. What's up, Tara Artist Fofo? Good to see you, baby. So, hey, my girl, good to see you. But just know, Zuckerberg can't keep two queens, two bosses down. We're back live and direct for y'all. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, but let, let me say this. Let me say ahead. this. Let me just say this. Uh, doing that. It was so worth it. It was worth it. That part. Yeah, we learned that lesson, but we, it was worth it. Because not only did we gain views, we gained followers, and we also gained subscribers. And knowledge. And knowledge. And a lot yeah. of love and a lot of support came from that as well. You know, a lot of people inboxed. They were like, what's up? Where y'all at? You know, we didn't see y'all. We were unfortunately in Facebook jail. Yeah, we can't comment. Zuckerberg, you know, okay. <laughs> you're damn right. Who that? Who that? Right. <sighs> we not talking about no football tonight. Boo, we not talking about football tonight. Look away back to the show because we ain't talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, before I even go ahead and introduce, I'm letting y'all know we are definitely going to open the phone lines up tonight. And if you pay attention, okay. you're scrolling across the bottom of your screen, 404-793-7216, call in, because I want all the input tonight. I'm actually going to stir the pot. 
So I'm going to cook that pot of gumbo that y'all in Atlanta are requesting. Okay? I'm stirring the pot tonight. So without further let's get into the conversation tonight. I know I told y'all we're going to talk about sex. We're going to get into talking about sex. We were going to talk about, you know, threesomes and all job. We love you too, baby. Promise we do. I know I said we were going to talk about sex, you know, threesomes, but this issue at hand, I need to address tonight. So everybody that's tuned in, let's jump right on in to the conversation. Black father and son relationships. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about it. Um, I would like for my husband to call in because he wanted to be on the show um, to address that because he himself, him and his father is not on the, um, they don't, they don't talk at all. So um, I always ask him about how he, he feel about it. You know, of course he's like, oh, I don't care or whatever. But at the end of the day, some men need to realize these kids didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask to be here. You know, you lay down and you you created a, a child, but yet you want to abandon the responsibility of that. So I, I kind of talked to my husband about that. Um just like want to know where he is with it mentally because it comes to a point where me i i would be the person to be like you know what see i don't know what the deal is i didn't ask to be here but i don't know what i did you to the point to make you stop talking to me you know what is it that you hey i do exist you do have a son you do have a child. So, and some men, this is important because some men, and I'm going to call it an excuse. Some men using not having a dad in their life to abandon their kids. But that's only an excuse because you have every opportunity to do what your dad didn't do for you to do for your kids. You're right. But to piggyback off of what you're saying, anywho, nobody tonight. So to piggyback off what you're saying, I don't put all the blame on men. So I, 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 let me make that very clear. Tonight is not a session about bashing men. Okay? Yeah. Because women, we have to own our roles in this as well. So the well, how you know? Okay, so this is why I disagree. Yeah, you get women who will feel like they can push the man away, they push him, push him away, push him away. But okay, so you know what, hold it, because I see what you're saying. Because they have some women who do not allow their uh, children's father to see them. Okay, so well, I I digress. Yeah. So that's why I say 
I, I, this is not a male bashing session. So I want, let's, let's make that clear. First and foremost, I'm not on here to bash black men, black fathers, because we as black women, we, we have to hold ourselves accountable for why some of y'all are not in our men's, you know, in our children's lives. You know, because we do at times because we're hurt. We do make it difficult for the man. So I, I want to put that first and foremost, you know, on the table. Because I don't want nobody to say, oh, she, oh, she just want to bash men, 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 men. You know, what about the women? I hold myself accountable because one thing I can say, I was never a bitter baby mama. And still am not to this day. And my children are 19, 17, and 11. Now I have to get on their ass from time to time. But I don't ever stand in the way of them having a relationship with their children. Never stood in the way. Ain't have my daddy. Right. Let me hold my tongue on that. Let me hold my tongue on that because your your dad was in your life. You did have your daddy, but I'm not. This not even you know. No. I'm, I'm, hold I'm, up. Let me let me tell you something though. Let me tell you something. My dad. You can be a dad and you can be there, but not there. That was the case with my father, with me. Growing up, my dad was there, but he was not there. You know, and I didn't understand because my dad does have other kids. And I just, you know, for the life of me, hope that they did not think that he did more for me than he did for them. But my dad was not there either. I can remember my dad getting me a pair of shoes and then... You know, I don't see him for a couple of days. I didn't know where he was going at. But this is me, fellas. This is me. So, for in Cordero's defense, um, defense, I'm sorry. You can have a dad that can be there, but not there. Because I couldn't just go upstairs. So, I know huh? what you're saying. He could be there physically, but not mentally or emotionally. Okay. I, okay. I, I had the... So I had to take yeah. a step back for a moment to, to understand his comment. You know? Yeah, because my dad was, he was there, but he was not there. So, you yeah. know, and Adrian, I, I, and shout out to you, baby. RIP, I'm so sorry for the loss in your family. Um, But I, I agree with him. You know, real men, they take care of business. Coward men run. So, mm -hmm. um. Cordero says, let me stop playing. You did have your dad. You know what I'm saying? His, his father was there. You know, he had a had a wonderful father, you know, from, from what I knew. You know, he had a great father, had a wonderful mom. You know, RIP to Miss Carrie. Love you. Miss you. Um, but I mean, you know, his, his dad was there. You know, he took care of them, even though, you know, mom and dad separated or whatever. His daddy was still there. He may not have been in the house, but he made sure that they, they were straight. And Adrian says, absolutely. The mother and the father have to be on the same page when it comes to the child. And that's exactly what I just said. You know, this but is not this a male generation. Because we, it, there are some women that are bitter because things didn't work out between him and the father, you know, her and the father. So to hurt the father, let's keep the, the father out of the child's life. And then you wonder why these children grow up resenting their parents. You know, because nobody wanted to be mature in, in the situation 
and be a mom and a dad. You know, I could say, like, my dad, you know, although this is not about women tonight, um, my father was a wonderful stepfather, but a horrible father. And that may go over some people's heads by saying that. Wonderful to everybody else's children, but was horrible to his own. God was horrible to my nephew. His own daughter. Girl, I'm, I'm lagging or something. It's, it's, I don't know. Um, so we do have a caller. You know, my nephew was good now. He's straight. That person go call. <laughs> Is she friendly? Okay, y'all. So until she get herself together, uh, where she left off, we didn't have a caller. It's not always men, and like she said, we're not gonna bash the men because you have some women nowadays that they would keep their babies away from the men. You back? I'm back. Hey. Y'all miss this pretty girl. Pretty girl is back. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the drama queen today. No, I'm kidding. No, but but really though. Um, you know, my, my nephew went through a lot with his dad. You know, like I say, God rest my brother, so he's now he's deceased. But they made some type of peace, you know, before my brother passed away. So, but I mean, you know, but it's 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 important. So we finna jump on into this. I mean, you know, how important is a father-son relationship? And I'm speaking to you black men. How important is that father-son relationship? My opinion, they need it. All black children, because that's who I'm addressing. You know, I'm not saying it's, it's not deadbeats in all races, but tonight I'm talking to my brothers. I'm talking to my black kings. The ones that I love dearly, you know, I, I'm talking to y'all. You know, it's important. He said, Adrian said it depends on the women. <laughs> but to say this, I think it's very imperative for a black child, a black male child, to have a black positive male role model, whether it's their father, their uncle. But it's very imperative. We need we need more black fathers. We need y'all to step up and take care of your 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 your, kid, your children. Show them how to be a man. Stop letting them think that crying is a sign of weakness. Stop telling them, oh, you got to do this to be tough. Oh, if you, if you cry, you a bitch. Stop teaching them that. We have to deprogram these black men because you black men. Learn this from your fathers because your fathers didn't show you any type of love or, you know, it was 
by the book. It was, oh, we're going to be hard on you. We got to stop that. You know, so back, back to what I was saying. So like how, you have a son and I have a, I have a son as well. How important to you in your words, how important is a father son relationship? Every day I thank God that my husband not having his father in his life affect the relationship with his son because he's teaching my son, as y'all know, his name is Andre, to do different things. You know, he teach him how to potty train. You know, I can't tell him how to, you know, you hold your knees, but you know, you got your dad right there. Your dad right there, he can help you. You know, whether it's just a pot, we didn't get to that standing up stage yet because we're not trying to have piss everywhere. But it's very important to teach him the things that a man should be teaching him. You know, and I'm glad that he's here to do that. Because, I, I mean, I would have to figure it out if he wasn't here. But it just makes it much easier to have that second parent or that father figure. He, he has his father. So Adrian says, my mother was a single mother. And he didn't know his father till he was 13. But Adrian, let me ask you this. Although you didn't meet your father until you were 13, what positive role models did you have? Like, what positive male figures did you have in your life? Oh, and he answered the question. He says, so a strong foundation from the parent and people around it takes a village has been lost. He yes. literally took the words out of my mouth, which was exactly what I was about to say, you know. It ain't just about the grandma's babysitting and stuff. It ain't just about that. It takes a village raise a child, dumping them off and babysit. It's more than that. It's definitely more than that. So, Adrian, if you could comment, although, like, you know, as getting back to the question, you said, you know, your mother was a single mother. You didn't know your father till you turned 13. Did you have any positive male role models or figures, male figures in your life that taught you how to be a man that showed you love and, you know, everything that you needed as, as a boy growing up. So if you could post your comment, you know, post your response, um, in the comment section. Um, but you know, I speak, you know, I have, I have a son, you know, um, and of course he was raised with us women, but you know, my son is the most loving, caring, genuine, no sense type of dude. He don't take no bullshit, you know, um, but he found, you know, he became a part of the male mentor program, um, that showed him, oh, wait a minute. Ooh, he said he have 26 aunts and uncles. I don't have no pearls, but let me clinch, let me clinch my invisible pearls, you know, and, and that's, and in those where they disciplined, so with your uncles, you know, let's, let's leave, remove the aunts for a moment with the uncles. What were some of the things that the uncles taught you in growing up, you know, especially being a black man in America, you know what I'm saying? What were some of the things that they taught you, you know, and if you guys want to, y'all see the number scrolling at the bottom of the screen, call it's it. what you say? At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives as the gateway to the future for every student. 
literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. It's open for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. The phone lines are open the rest of the show. So call in, share your stories. But, you know, I definitely want to know. You know, I want to hear your story, Adrian. You know, I, I know you from way back in the day. Um, But he say learning from their mistakes. Absolutely. You know, and was it, you know, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm about to ask this question is, were they big disciplinarians but still showed you love at the same time? You know, they could get on you and say, no, 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 don't do this, but still say, you know what, I'm doing this because I love you. Or was it just, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this without a reason behind it? Because I've, I've, I've talked to some of my guy friends that have, you know, told me about their fathers and say their fathers were just, they were like, you know, drill sergeants. And it was like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, but never a reasoning behind it. You know, he said he had the coaching staff back in the day. Absolutely. But looking at this day and time, Adrian, you know, we don't have that village anymore. You know, all the big mamas and the Madeas are gone. All the uncles are dead or in prison or whatever, you know. We don't have that anymore. We don't have that 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 village love anymore. So that foundation is really kind of non-existent now because you got grandmothers that are 42 and mamas that are 19 and they children are six. And, you know, so we don't have that anymore. You know, grandparents, you were grandmother at 42. Thank God. Um, I am blessed to not be a grandmother. I'm so happy my children have not brought me any babies. And I hope it stays that way until they get in their 30s. But no, but, you know, but, but I talk to my children. Um, but I mean, I think it's very imperative. You know, a, a father-son relationship, we need that. I think, you know, I'm not saying, you know, women can't raise boys, but it really does take a man to raise a man. It takes a man to teach a boy to be a man. You know, I, I can only show my son so much, but I, I'm not a man. So I think it's very imperative, you know, that these black men have, have these fathers, you know, if not a, a positive father figure, you know, because in this day and age, these, these young black men now are so disrespectful, like they have no morals, nothing. What you got to say about that, sis? It just, these dudes, they will walk around as if, you know, they got a baby on the way, but they will walk around as if, girl, they don't have no kids coming, like, without a care in the world. No responsibility. So, it's definitely a difference, like I said, to being my age and all the dudes that's foot right there. I, I'm glad I got me a good one because these dudes here be have you want. I'm gonna have to put you in a girl. Look, let me tell you. you know, but let's talk. But let's talk about. See, so how do we address? 
Okay, so Adrian says, I still try to mentor the young men I come in contact with because my core beliefs, I am still in the village. Absolutely. You know, we still, our age group, because you know we're in our 40s, we still have that village mentality. These new young men don't have that. You know, because you got these fathers that are, in, you know, trying to emulate these rappers they see on TV, so in tune, these Young black boys are trying to emulate these rappers they see on TV. You know, nobody's looking up to positive role models anymore. So some of these boys really don't know how to be men. You know, um, they don't know how to take care of a household. You know, I don't understand that. Like, what happened to that? Like, can we normalize that? You know? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so far so good. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a learning. Um. Yeah, me too. Um, it's just a. I I can't say it's learning, but it's something like we when we have these babies, we have to learn how to become a mother instantly. We instantly. don't have a choice. Yet you these, these men, they forget. And the sad part about it is the child is left to pay for it. You know, that's that's the part that really hurts me the most. I got to adjust my microphone. Um, But that's the part that hurts me the most is that these children are left to pay for it. You know, so which takes me to my next question. You know, what is the relate? What is the relation? What is the relationship between a father and son, sis? What is your definition? My definition is relationship between a father and a son. My definition between the father and the son is that your son will be able to come and talk to you about anything that he may need. To. He should not have to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go to mama. Well, I'm gonna go to my dad. Oh, never mind. I'm gonna have to go to mama. You want to make yourself available to your son to come to you with these things. The whole thing of a father's son, uh, can't get out, father-son relationship is a bond, right? You want to develop that bond. And sorry, y'all. What you? All right, so Adrian, you want to develop that bond. For women than men. Come on, y'all. No, not, not always. I'm going to agree to disagree. Because I've seen some of my really, really, really close guy friends that are more nurturing to their children than the mothers are. So it, it could go either way. So I'm I won't say, I won't say it's always natural for a woman. That was a good oh. comment. That was a good comment. My son says everyone needs an Uncle Phil in their life. That's a good comment. Definitely. Very Definitely. well put. Shout huh? out to my boy. There go my baby, Jacory. Hey, boo. But that comment but, speaks volumes. It does. That speaks, that speaks volumes because that episode, girl, I still get choked up watching that episode. You know, 
will question, you know, why didn't my father want me? So let me ask you men, and I know this is not one of the questions I posted up there. Why is it so hard for you to be a father to your child? For the ones that aren't in their children's lives. Let's see how many answer that question. Is it crickets here? Don't if you, you know what? Huh? There it is. I did post it, but I just reworded it. Why are father-son relationships so difficult? It shouldn't be difficult. You know. Adrian said it was very easy for him. You're one in few that, you know, <laughs> that, that, you know, is a, a great father to their children. You're one in few. But my question still remains that despite, he says, I always want him to do better than me. And that's the mentality we should all have. We should all want our children to be better than us. You know, whether you have daughters, whether, you know, whether, you know, you have sons, you should always want your children to be better than you. I tell my children all the time, I want you to be better than me. I want you to be better than me. You know, I, especially my daughters, be better than me. You know, I'm not saying there's a time limit on things, but be better than me. You know, I would rather see more of this. I want to see more of that and less of this. I'm so tired of seeing black men go to prison. I'm tired. Can we normalize this? Can we bring this type of atmosphere back to the scene? Can, can we bring that? <laughs> you know, that's what I want. Can we bring that picture I have up on the screen? Can we bring that back? You know what I'm saying? I look at that picture, sis, and I just, you know, I love this. I love that. A man I teaching always, a boy how to be a man. I always want to see the moment where on oh, my son's wedding day, you know, I want to do that. I want Tony to fix his tie. Girl, look. <laughs> That's what I want. I want I want this forever, but we know we can't have it. But at least I want him to have nothing but memories. Mm -hmm. He remember everything that his dad did. Look, I'm about to get emotional. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, I so ain't going to have that conversation He's got yet. three girls and one boy, but he says his son is his legacy to carry me on so he can live forever. Absolutely. Y'all should want that. Okay. Have your son carry on your legacy, you know, your child. So we do have a caller. Oh, we have a caller? Mm-hmm. All right. Hello. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Hey, how are you? Hey. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Just calling in to chime in on the show. What's going on? 
We're good. Mm -hmm. honey. We are. I, I wanted to talk about father son relationship and especially to my black men. You know, I love y'all so much. And I want to see y'all do better. Can you hear me now? Can you hear now? <laughs> I got the fix. No, the really. Okay, let's try this Maybe again. What about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, continue. Who talking? The topic is about black fathers and black sons relationships, right? Am I right? Yes, sir. That's correct. All right. So, with me going, me going through that with my own father, um, I can kind of relate to that. Not not kind of, but I definitely can. Um, me only seeing my father like a handful of times in my life, and it's been constant times that me and my mom tried to rekindle relationship with my dad, but he just didn't seem interested in fully doing it, you know. And I never took it out on my little brother, or whatever, because. There ain't nothing on him, but I always felt like he favored him more than me, the oldest child. So I've definitely been through that, and that's why I called in the time man on the show, but I can definitely relate to that situation. So let me ask you this, Carla. Do you have any children? I got two. Boys, girls? I got a boy. He's three. Okay, so let me ask you this. Your son is three. How important is your relationship with your son? You said how is my relationship with my son? How important is it to you to have that relationship with your son, uh, even though he's three? And that's because, first of all, I lay down to make it. I laid down to have sex anyway, so I knew what I was doing, and a kid came out of it. The kid didn't actually be here. We brought him here, so it's my due responsibility to take care of him and groom him into the young man to become. So, you know, I just, I mean, I love kids in general anyway, so I always kid that guy. But I can say he definitely played a part in how I would not want my kids to feel when they get 15, 16, 17, you know, being rebellious to your dad because you feel like, do you even love me? You know, do you even care? Not just that he was a horrible person. He is a good person, but I just wish, I just wish and I feel like he could have done better at being my father. So now that you, okay, so now you have your son and, you know, you, you, I know that that bond with your son is very important. Does that make you want to reach out to your dad and try to have some of a, you know, some type of relationship? Or are you just like, you know what? No, like. 
my my baby, we was trying and we tried again. Me and my mom had both. And and a point the point is that in order for it to work the other side is you gotta be willing to want it. You can say it, but ain't if there ain't no action, ain't nothing gonna happen. So I will be willing, of course. I'll be willing to sit down and talk with my dad, but as y'all, y'all don't know, I'm in Atlanta and my dad is in California, so that that's kinda hard to do. But I'd be definitely willing to have that sit down and talk some conversation to get that squashed up before somebody end up in the hospital bed and it'd be too late. That and that's that you absolutely hit the nail on the head with that last statement when you said you don't want to wait till he's in a hospital bed and then it's too late. And right, right, right. And in any circumstances, it could be me or him, but whoever you know goes first. But it's not even about me right now because I got two children of my own. I want him to at least have a relationship to them that he didn't have with me. I, I, I you know, I would think that he would want to right his wrongs by, okay, I got a grandson, I got a granddaughter. But, you know, it, it ain't working out so far. Maybe it'll turn around in the future. I'm hopeful for it, but, you know, that's, that's a big if. Like, big low head. If with a city, we'll all be strong. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. That really made a lot of sense, you know, um, it just, I commend you, you know, and I don't even know your caller, but I commend you for breaking that cycle with your son, you know, and let me, and, and just one quick question, you know, I don't want to hold you up, but I do have one question. Do you ever look at your, the relationship you have with your son and do you get jealous like, does that take you back? Like, not necessarily jealous, but does it take you back to a place where you're like, man, I wish the things that I'm doing with my son, I wish I could have done this with my father? Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Because uh, I'm an adult now, I'm grown. It's like it's whatever. You know, my life better move on. My kids' life better move on. But it puts me in a happy place, place 
you know, seeing him run and smile, seeing him do different things, him calling me daddy, him following me around. You know, just being there sometimes in the most kidding way I kid. But, you know, for him, he, he starts picking up stuff that I do. So I know that he's always watching me. Mm-hmm. So I know if I make a wrong move here, my son is watching. If I do something <laughs> wrong, he's watching me. And he's going to follow me. So, mm-hmm. you know, my, my son keeps me in shape and he keeps me humble because I know that I got to make every right move as possible because my son is learning from me. Just like, in a way, you know, you were talking about other people that might have helped you in your life with the absence of a father. Well, first, I do have people that help me, and we can get to that in a second, but me watching other people's mistakes and other people, what happens to them, is what, you know, I'd be like, okay, I know not to do that. It ain't take no, having no father for me to know that. So some of the stuff, you know, I'm just kind of mature for my age. I've always heard that I'm an observant type of guy. So they, they, um, they taught me about what, what, what they were doing. I like that. I like that. Adrian says, woulda, coulda, shoulda, we need to focus on the now. Yeah. Exactly. But Carla, we thank you for calling. And you continue to be one of the good guys. And what I mean that by that, you continue to be a great father. And if you married, a great husband. If you're in a relationship, a great significant other. But most importantly, continue to be a great father to your kids. Absolutely. Thank you, caller. I appreciate that. Y'all have a y'all have a good show. You too. Thank you. Look at me say you too. So we have another comment. Amber says, Love you, Ashley. I love you too. She says, with the right bond, no such thing as too old. I wish my hubby was here to shed light, shed some light. He's at work, but you could see the interaction between him and my stepson. He's 22 and still adores his dad, my husband, like a two-year-old would. It's such a beautiful thing. You know what, Amber? I really try to tap dance around that, but I'm so glad you mentioned that because I want to address one issue before we go on to our final thoughts for the night. The great pastor Smokey Norfolk, which I love so much, posted a picture on Instagram of him and his 16-year-old son. There's the picture. Let me make it bigger for the ones that can't see because I want to have this discussion. So there it is. Smokey Norfolk commented, he said, by far my favorite part of today, my 16-year-old baby boy, whose height, who's my height, climbed in my arms and went sound asleep like when he was 16 months. 
Didn't want it to end. Never. Do they want to be my little... Oh, he said, didn't want it to end. Never do they want to be my little babies anymore. And he says, couldn't tell if my oldest son was waiting on his turn or saying what the hell with his expression. And he says, my mom was concerned with one thing only, kiss on her grandbaby, moment over. Thankful, thanks living, happy Thanksgiving, family, hashtag priceless moments. I wanna talk about that. Because I, somebody posted it on Facebook. And some of the comments in regards to this made me sick to my stomach. So I'm going to stir the pot on this one. I would rather see more of this. I'm telling you, I would rather see more of that and less of this. Just because a father and a son had a bonding moment, I don't care if he's 62 years old. You never get too old to lay up under your parents. Because one day your parents are going to be gone and you're going to be wishing you still had that moment. So I commend Smokey Norfolk for posting this picture on Instagram and letting the world know that he is still looked at by his son as his protector and a father. So again, I would rather see more of this than less of seeing my black brothers go to jail or your bodies being zipped up in a body bag. That's what I would like to see. Some of the comments on that post, some of the men were saying, oh, what's wrong with that? I still look at my father as a protector. Some men say, oh, he too big to be laying up on his daddy. Do you know what kind of moment he had with his son? Some of y'all probably won't even love properly. Hey, boo. Hey. So yeah. some of you men probably weren't love properly because the sad part about it is because your black men have been conditioned that any sign of emotion is a sign of weakness and that you're not supposed to ever let anybody see your cry. But that does not make you less of a man because you want to lay up under your dad for a moment because crime is not on nobody's side right now. So I had to address this tonight. I love that picture. When I tell you that picture is priceless. And I really try not to get emotional, but I would love for my son to have had a moment like that. You understand? I heard from my son. I heard for every black man, every black boy out here that don't get the chance to have a moment like that. You don't know the situation. Maybe the father died when the child was young. Maybe the father left. Maybe the father came back in the son's life. And as they were trying to rekindle a relationship, the father passed away. There's so many men out here that are afraid to admit that they don't wish to have a moment like that. One more moment. Whether it's an uncle, whether it's a grandfather, whether it's their father, whether it's their brother. But I'm so sick of you fucking hurt black men. It's time for us to address the shit. Y'all are hurting. Y'all were taught. Being in the fucking streets was tough. That's what y'all was taught. 
Ain't nothing that don't make you less of a man because you to get under your father and have a father-son moment. Because you never know when that moment is gonna end. So you're absolutely correct. I'm pissed off about that. I'm pissed off with some of the comments that I saw in regards to this picture. Big deal, he's 16 years old. How do you know this was not the first time in a long time that the son felt comfortable to do that? But everybody had a, something negative to say. And then it was, they went to bashing the women on the post. What does a mother have to do with a father-son moment like this? I want somebody to drop in the comment. I want to know how y'all feel about this picture because to me, I think it's beautiful. And I tell everybody, I wish for my son, I wish my son had a moment like that. I really do. See, what I don't understand is, you know, when the baby is first born, the baby is first born, they don't be like, oh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the baby in your hand because you know, as a man, you're not supposed to put your baby on your chest. At the same time, that man is giving the baby to put on his chest. Why? Because it comforts the baby. It, it he that's that warmth, you know. And look, look, I do think it's it, it just like when you what I just described. You're giving the father the baby a skinny skin. No, he don't got his shirt off. But I don't see nothing wrong with that. Everybody had to look. What's what's wrong with the picture? What's wrong with it? Why everybody has to look like perverted? Why would they have to be so perverted? Not to interrupt your sis, but Meg, I no. agree with you. People are very critical. How do we know what kind of moment like how do we know what type of day this child had? And maybe he couldn't go to the mom. Maybe he felt safe going to the dad. You know what I'm saying? Like Adrian said, I think that's that's beautiful. A lot of men don't have that. I did it with my mom more than my father figure. Absolutely. And that's what I mean when I say it's so many men and I've had conversations with men outside of this in regards to this picture. And they said, it's beautiful. I wish I could have a moment like that with my father, but unfortunately my father's dead or unfortunately he's locked up. But I would love to have that moment, just one moment. I was telling Adrian says he felt more protected by his mother. Of course, you know, that's, you know, who you had, you know, for, you know, the longest. Well, that you were around every day on a consistent basis. But I didn't really know my grandfather, you know, my mom's dad. But I heard so many great things about him. He was, I was a little bitty girl when he passed. I think I was like maybe seven when he passed away. But the stories that my mom tells me about my grandfather, oh, I would drop you off at daycare and, he felt like you didn't need to be at daycare and he'd turn around and he'd come pick you up and I'd see your little head over the, the dashboard. I wish that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, what a lioness. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, because you know we're going to protect our cubs at any cost. <laughs> you know that. You know that. K Styles. Who that? <laughs> I'm coming on y'all. We coming on y'all show Sunday, Saturday. Whenever y'all do it, we coming on there. We coming to represent. But no, but but really though, um, I I, I wish I could have you know taken some of the comments and and posted them, but the things that they said, oh that that little nigga too grown to be laying up on his daddy like that. Really? Again, I don't see anything wrong with it. When I first saw it, I thought the picture was so beautiful. I was like, OMG, I love this. A father-son moment. We don't even see this anymore. We don't even see this on TV. They don't even show this in the media. That's the yeah. sad part about it. I keep taking off these glasses like I got lenses. Hello, it's my <laughs> you know I'm so sick of doing them glasses. <laughs> but seriously, though, sis, they don't even show stuff like this on TV. I'm no, so tired of seeing. Go ahead, what you're saying, sis. Everybody is, they have this thing that for some reason, if he's doing this, he may grow up to be, he, he may grow up to think this is okay. Everything is not meant to be looked at sexual or predatory or stuff like that. Everything is not meant for that. I mean, this is this guy's, this is boy father. Absolutely. He's still a baby, if anything. And that's why I say people post stuff on the internet and some of them are so narrow-minded that you don't even see the bigger picture in this. We don't see this on TV. They do not portray black men in a positive light on TV. They don't show y'all like this. This is how they show y'all. They love to show y'all like this. Oh, and then don't, don't leave that picture up. And with a bad backstory, you could have a, a graduate degree Oh, in 1999, John was caught smoking weed, and you went to jail for it and stuff oh, like that. But you all yeah, see that picture, right? He, uh -uh. just this is how they yeah. show y'all. This is how they show you black men on TV. This is what y'all look like in the media. They're not gonna show this. They're not going to ever show that. They're not going to show black men in suits congratulating a young man as he walks into school. They're never going to show y'all like that on TV. They're never going to show you a father-son moment. We don't get to see that for you black men. Oh, but honey, this here? Oh, they love it. Because that makes them money. We're not going to ever see y'all portrayed in a positive light. Again, I love y'all black men. I love y'all. And I got your backs. I'm tired of seeing y'all like this. 
a lot of you black men don't realize that when y'all leave or y'all go to jail, we're doing the time with y'all. We're doing the time with y'all. Y'all do 10 years, we're doing 10 years with you. We with y'all. When y'all leave, we got the feeling, we got the feeling where you left off. So to every black man that's on here tonight, I love y'all. I really do. I just want y'all to be better. I really do. I really do. Hugs to you, Maggie. Adrian say he doesn't think anything is wrong with the picture at all either. It's just That's how I see you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot we have to work on. It's a lot. I love y'all. I love to see y'all black men with your children. I love that. Because that's what I'm used to seeing. I'm in my 40s. And when I grew up, men were still, some men were still in the household, some weren't, but they were still there for their children. K-Styles, you're absolutely right. The media wants the dad-son relationship to be non-existent. You're right. They don't want the world to know that there are some good black men out here that actually do take care of their children. And you know what? I agree with that because, you know, the Barbie dolls, uh, not, not even the Barbie dolls. It was these this meme going around, you know, Everybody but the black lady had a complete family. It wasn't the woman missing, it was the man. So the the whole stereotype is to, okay, the black woman being a single woman. Black men somewhere in jail or not in the family, just non-existent. Like uh, K-Style said. So I can definitely agree with that. That's why... When we do better, when we come together as one. Man, you know, since I was watching Good Times, that's my favorite show, y'all. I love Good Times. And I was looking at James, James Evans, girl. And I was just like, man, he was a disciplinarian, but he still showed love to his boys. You know what I'm saying? But I want you black men to know. I'm trying not to cry my eyelashes off. But I love y'all. And I stand ten toes down behind y'all. Let's bring that village back. These black boys need it. They're dying at alarming rates. 
you know, and I'm and I'm not saying that, you know, because there are fathers in the household and you can teach them, but you have some kids that want to learn the hard way. You know, so there are some wonderful fathers out here. There's some deadbeat fathers out here. You know, I can get on here and, and bash my children's fathers, but I'm not going to do that. You know, I could, but I, I want y'all to step up. I know us moms can give y'all a hard time, but now's the time communication's got the, like, we need to sit down and we need to get on one page. We got to take our children back. I need you black men to be men and not these old skinny jean, bubblegum, bozo the clown shoes, wearing clowns. You're worried about this? Let me go back to that picture. Y'all worried about this looking funny? What I think looks funny is a man wearing the same type of jeans that I order from Fashion Nova. That's what I think is funny. With these big old Bobo the Clown shoes. With man purses, at the, what they call them? Man fanny packs or whatever they call them? Man bags? I don't know, girl. Whatever they call man purses, but y'all, but some people with this, but don't have an issue with seeing our young black men with these tight ends on and these bulls over the clown shoes and a two t shirt on. You know, K Style says we love our queens and our princesses and princes forever. Absolutely. Keep loving them. We need that. We absolutely need that. I just, you know, I can't stress it enough, black man. I love y'all. I really do. I love y'all, black men. Because to me, whenever I see a black man, that represents strength. Y'all are strong to me. I don't give a damn what the world says. You listen to Ashley. I love y'all. I am grateful that God put black men on this earth. I love y'all. Well, some of black men got big shoes. I just love y'all. I really can't even stress it enough. I really can't. I can't stress it enough how much I love y'all. I can't. I'm so proud of y'all. Even when y'all fall down, I still love y'all. When y'all fall short, I still love y'all. So sad some of y'all don't feel that way about us. So we got to protect each other. I got to say that. I had to put it up. So sis, you know what time of the day it is. You know what time of the night it is. Let me fix my no lens glasses. Our final thoughts for tonight. 
what was your takeaway? I, I can't see, and I'm gonna be honest, I can't sit here and say, oh, you black men need to do better. But black women need to do better too. You know, so I can't sit up here and just like, let it be watch-sided and everything. We gotta do better as a race. Men, men, your kids need you. You know, and I, I take my hats off to the single mother because right now, even with me, I don't even know how I will be able to do it. But men, we're asking you to come to your senses. Ain't nothing wrong with showing love and affection to your child. There's nothing wrong. It's not crime. You know, you show love to your homeboys. You can show that same type of love. If you go to back for your do, you can hug your son too. I love you, Adrian. I'm I'm definitely I'm absolutely proud of you because you've come a long way. And I've watched you from afar. And I salute you for allowing your son to be a better you, a better version of you. So my hat goes off to you. I absolutely salute you as well. So my final thoughts, my takeaway for tonight, black men, we need y'all now more than ever. Black women, we gotta do better. Black men, we got to do better. If not for us, but for the, the, the generation that are coming. We still have to work on the ones that are already here, but we need to work on the ones that are coming behind the ones that are already here. Let's learn how to co-parent. Step parents, you matter too. Let's bring back that village mentality because we need these black boys need these need their fathers more than ever. So if you have a son, to my black men, my brothers that are watching, if you have a son, go hug your son a little tighter tonight. Because you don't know what he's going, you don't know what he's been holding in. He may need to talk to you. He may, may need to express something to you that. He can't express to his mom that only you as a father would understand. Be more open to him. Let him know it's okay for him to show emotions. It doesn't make him less of a man. So I wish the people that think that stop thinking that because you cry. That that makes you less of a man. Because it doesn't. It shows that you're human. And maybe if you started showing these men a little more love, maybe they would know how to treat women. Maybe they would stop jumping from relationship to relationship. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist. But I'm just saying. You know, maybe they would know. And maybe they'll do that with their children. So let's teach them. Let's bring that village mentality back. 
Start whooping their ass, shit. You know, when I was coming up, baby, we got community ass whoopings, you know. But let's bring that back. Show these boys at the streets ain't what's up. That being in the streets don't make you gangster. That it don't make you hard. And being in the streets damn sure don't make you a man. So that's my final thoughts for tonight. I do want to tell everyone, don't forget every Tuesday night, but unfortunately, well, no, not necessarily, not unfortunately, for my last episode for 2020, I'm actually rebranding and relaunching Black Girls Interrupt, Black Girl Interrupted, January 5th, 2021. So, of course, all the episodes are available for you guys to go back. Um, I will let everyone know. I appreciate all the love. I definitely appreciate all the support along the way, along my journey. <laughs> I'm definitely appreciative of that. I so love you guys. You guys have been amazing to me. You guys have made this journey so easy. I appreciate the comments. I appreciate the inboxes, the views, everything. Don't feel like that goes unnoticed because it doesn't. Because y'all have been my motivation to keep going. So that's why I'm going to end it for 2020. But we're coming back louder and stronger in 2021. For the record, <laughs> this is not our last episode. We're going to close out the new year. We're going to have one more episode. It will be the New Year's Eve. And we're going to bring in the New Year's. And we're going to cheers to new beginnings. However, look for the relaunch of Black Girls Interrupted right here. Okay, 2021 is about to be epic, and I don't know if you all have plans, but hey, get ready, because um, it's about to be late, that's it. Hey, <laughs> and definitely, definitely, definitely want to see y'all New Year's Eve, let's bring in New Year's, we doing virtual, because COVID is high right now, and I don't want nobody sick. I don't want nobody to die. It's too many y'all. It's too many people dying behind this this COVID. So let's do it virtual. So when I say get your finest wine, uh, my babies will be here, or I'll be at my mom. Most likely, my babies will be over here. We gonna be. I'm bringing in the new year with my children, and my sister, and her husband, and my niece and my nephew over there. And also, let me point my finger this way. If you haven't shopped Colors by Quiche, you better hurry up and go because she's about to shut the website down because guess what? Colors by Quiche is rebranded and relaunching January 30th, 2013. So Colors by Quiche, let me make this announcement here. Colors by Quiche is going to become a full cosmetic line. We were just lipstick, but we're going to be a full cosmetic line like her, the lipstickaholic. So if y'all want to save some money, y'all want to go snag your lipstick, y'all can do so at a discounted price, no code needed. 
Hey, John, if you want the color she have on her lips, it is called Blues. So you can do that. And yeah, thank you all for the support for Colors by Keach. And we look forward to the support for Colors by Keach Cosmetics. Girl, let me find out, girl. You're going to be bigger than Matt. Let me find out. Black that Matt. Gonna, that you're going to be the Black Matt. Ooh, I like that. But I really love the Colors by Keach. Uh, so are we Keisha's corner? Are we are we tuning in next Friday or we we, we good yeah. for the rest? Oh, we until I, until December thirty first, and we will start posting. So don't forget to turn those notifications on. Don't forget to like, share. This way, there we go. Oh, that way, that's it. There you go. Don't forget to like. Love, share, subscribe to Keisha's Corner, Black Girl Interrupted. And don't forget, ladies, girl, if you want to be cute for the new year, come on now. Don't bring in the new year with no comments. Y'all better go get colored by Keisha. ASAP, because I'm telling you, she's about to shut the website down. Ooh, girl, I ain't got no money. I need to order me a few more. Because I found the cutest little outfit that I'm wearing for New Year's. Oh, and don't forget, uh, shout out to King Styles. Shout out to Maggie T. Shout out to Matt. Girl, why I'm about to call him Maggie Mike? He gonna get me for that. Mad Mike, Big Low Country, and my brother, Terror Artist 404. If y'all are football fans and y'all want some Falcons stuff, go follow them. But uh, we love y'all, and I thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I'm so sorry for getting emotional, but oh, y'all just don't know when it comes to y'all black men. Shit, I'm gonna go hard for y'all. I'm going hard for y'all. So, I mean, you know, that's 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 my final thought. Anything else you want to say, sis? Anything else with the final thoughts you want to throw in there? We'll see you bitches next year. Hold up. Wait a minute before we even go. Wait a minute. Power off. Kudos, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. My, 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 my. And keep your head up. Miss Maggie T, keep your head up. Don't let nothing tear you down, baby. Nothing. Because we coming for everything in 2021. They said we couldn't have in 2020. That's what we coming for. Anything else you want to say, sis? Any other final thoughts? See y'all New Year's Eve. <laughs> what you cooking? I want to know what everybody's bringing to our virtual New Year's Eve. We doing seafood. We doing seafood. <sighs> I can't. Unfortunately, if my babies come over here, I cannot do seafood because my daughter is allergic to seafood. King Styles, we loving you too, baby. Loving you. So we have to something, you know, let us know. Uh see her link. We we gonna talk. Come on in the show. Can so, you talk? Tell Maggie, come on in the show. We gonna talk. We got you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry right. about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Cause guess what? I'm the drama queen. But no. But love y'all. 
Love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. Again, thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, if y'all want, y'all could always drop comments after the show is over, and we will definitely respond. If y'all want, you know, like I said, January 5th, Black Girls Interrupted will be back. Hello. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.